0: I'm ready I'm very excited to introduce our guest today chances are he's seen you naked and for the love of God don't ask him about fucking Christmas we got Bill with thank you so much man super super thankful for you to be here I'm sure you've done a lot of these lately right
1: lately I've done a few yeah
0: <laughs> would you say that you've done more recently since I think you should leave came out
1: oh yeah I've done a lot more since then I didn't do anything before that thing hit <laughs> I like turned everything around for me
0: oh no way
1: yeah. Yeah, I went from uh, about 210 followers to 1,300 in about less than a week, I think it was. It just went crazy. Yeah, I was wasting all my time playing with it all the time, but uh, (laughs) it ain't making my wife real happy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It seems like you've been in a little bit of everything. iCarly, NCIS, so many things.
1: Yeah.
2: Westworld. (laughs) Yeah, Westworld. Yeah.
1: Of course, I'm an actor. I'll do any kind of work I can find.
2: Yeah. (laughs) How did you get into acting? Well, it
1: starts a long time ago. My old man is a Baptist minister. So I watched him do like an hour and a half monologue on Sunday morning, an hour on Sunday evening, 45 minutes on Wednesday night prayer meeting. And um, I see myself in him a lot when I'm acting. I see his reactions, his gestures. But how I got into it, really, you know, that's, that's where the nut was. But when I was a senior in college, I was on a, I was completing my radio, TV and film bachelorette and they, um, I was forced to take an acting class from the theater department. So then I did a scene and the acting teacher said, wow, that was great. You should audition for the show they're doing. So the show they were doing was one flew over the cuckoo's nest before the movie came out. Nice. And so I auditioned and I got the part of the guy who's got a lobotomy. (laughs) <laughs> Roughly, I think it was, and but then I got hooked, and I did I did theater all the time then, and it never get In college, I worked down in San Diego for eight years, and doing um, main stage theater, lunchtime theater, late night theater, oh improv God. troupe, song parody group. But I was making squat money, so <laughs> and I moved. I moved to L.A. I figured I could make squat money up here just as easy. If you play that lottery long enough, you might get a winning ticket. So it's easier to play up here than it was down there.
0: Oh, I like that, man. What, what were your first thoughts when you read the script for Crashmore, man? Because it's such a weird off-brand comedy.
1: Tell me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, part of it is is I did the audition probably a year ago or so before the covid shit hit the wall yeah and so it was uh, when i first read it i says well i'm gonna have to go on because i'd never seen i think you should leave before so i went through and ran binged all the way through that thing i said well now i think i get it so at least i'm ready to try it <laughs> yeah but there were parts of it in there where my wife who does the who runs the camera and reads the lines for me we we're just we were just seeing how in the hell do they expect us to do this thing <laughs> you know, it, it makes no sense at all and, does it but she hears, she hears that for me all the time so she was used to it are you doing yeah, good nice? um not yet because i'm still wearing a mask and i wear yeah. sunglasses and i wear a hat nobody knows who i am so <laughs> yeah i don't get recognized yet <laughs> yeah
2: so when you guys sat down to film this, was the entire thing scripted, or it seems like there's a lot of improv and you guys get to riff? Was that the case?
1: We got to riff a lot, but basically the script made the cut. Okay. You know, the improv stuff that we did was, I don't, I don't. Of course, I got to a point where I don't recognize the script versus the improv anyway, and so um, I know, I know, I, I didn't look, I didn't pull the script out and run it while they were doing the um, while I was watching the show. But it was pretty close to script. Really? Okay. And there was some of the improv stuff that they suggested. You know, they would give you su- suggested lines and you would try it this way. And um, we got to a point where it says, okay, just do it the Biff way. And so and I did a couple <laughs> of things like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, we like that one. Okay.
0: <laughs> did you prefer the mock interview or the actual trailer? Which one's your favorite?
1: Oh, I like the trailer, I think. Yeah. Mock interview is, Mock interview is really fun. Because it gets even more ludicrous than what it is in the uh, tape scene thing things. that just don't make any sense at all. Yeah. And but uh, yeah. the I like the uh, the trailer bit because it was easier. You know, okay. Because we're doing all these little we're doing all these little short take stuff, and so it's just easier to re- memorize one line that I'm going to say in two minutes than it is to say, okay, I got it do this monologue that I learned two months ago and <laughs> has been working on it as hard as I should, but I had it, but
2: mm, it was long. <laughs> do you uh, ever get tired of being typecast or you, you'll you take any role anywhere?
1: Yep, I'll take any role, anytime, never turn down work. That was, that was one thing I learned that I heard Lucille Ball say Part of her key to success was that she never turned down a job. So I've kind of adopted that. And There are some auditions I don't take because I just like, I, this is not me. Yep. But they're few yep. and far
2: between. Has there ever been anything like, I think you should leave, where you got it and you had no idea how it was going to turn out? <laughs> such a big success. Yeah, Dave. Dave, <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Dave, that was another one. there just, what
1: are they doing? And man that, I think that guy I think that guy Dave just might be a fucking genius So the He's stuff looking. that he does is really bizarre and out there and he works hard you know I didn't really get a chance to work with Tim and I think he should leave but I did get a chance to work with little Dickie on um, on Dave so that was that was it was different they were two completely different things and people talk about the meta of it which is one thing I had to look up because I didn't know what meta was. But the in that in that Dave thing, it's there because I'm an actor playing an actor who just happens to be me, but it's not really me because I'm acting. And it was just like, okay, I can get this. And um, some of it, I think you should leave. Had some of that too, to where I was an actor actually playing santa claus but supposed to be santa claus who's playing detective crashmore and it just goes back so many layers in my head that i'm just like who am i right now (laughs) let's do this
0: yeah man it's such an absurd concept and just like in the trailer i think one of my favorite lines you say is not really everything's kind of fucking sucked lately yeah (laughs) i lose it and man as an actor how often do you go back and watch your own work like either to see what you can improve on or just out of pure enjoyment man
1: as soon as i can get it i'll watch it the first time by myself and if i'm happy with it which i'm i'm usually satisfied with it i don't think i'm ever really overjoyed it to say, well that guy was great um so i do have my doubts but then the second time i watch it i watch it with my wife who's my biggest critic and then we come to a conclusion about well, where was that on a scale of one to ten? Yeah. I don't I don't remember what I think you should leave was, but I know it wasn't a ten. <laughs> you get a ten
0: plus. Yeah, you get a ten from a lot of people. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah I do. I've had a lot of people talk to me, you know. On um, well, Instagram, they pop up all the time and people wanting favors and women wanting money. and
2: <laughs> well, all <that> really?
1: <laughs>
0: they ain't going to get shit if they have tattoos, though.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't care, but um, it ain't good behavior. Yes. Good.
2: <laughs> um, Do you find there's any correlation between how much fun you have shooting something and how the end product quality-wise comes uh, out?
1: Um, well, I... I don't know how much fun actually shooting a project is. People yeah. always say, well, have fun with it. And that's a hard thing to do because you're working. Right. And you have it set in your mind. And I just have a set in my mind how I want to do it. And I do it that way. And everybody says, come on, just have fun with them. I'm going a- to... What the fuck? I was just having fun with it. <laughs> so between between that and seeing the finished product, I think I like seeing the finished product. Actually, what I like to do is get that first check. Once I get that first check, I say, "All right, I did this job." Yeah. Until I see the money, it's just, uh, anything could happen in this business.
2: You've been on a lot of really big comedies, Grace and yeah. Frankie, Brooklyn Nine Nine. It's always sunny. Is there any? Anybody- yeah comedy show you're a fan of that you'd love to be on while it's running
1: that i haven't done yet yeah hmm, i can't think of anything there's so much stuff out there now it's a lot it's just <laughs> you got, you've got all the online streaming stuff you got the network tv yep. you got um who knows how I many netflix hulu uh amazon prime all the different things homebox uh expert whatever the hell that thing is <laughs> and there's just so much there's just so much to take in yeah. you know so it's hard for me i have I have shows that I follow, but mostly I follow whatever my wife likes to watch. She wants to watch it's good by me. go past the time. Like oh, she likes um the British um epic stuff like uh Downton Abbey and, oh. uh, and there's a couple other ones she watched, but they're, they're like British soap operas basically.
2: Yeah but, uh she ever kind of nudge you in that direction? Like, Biff, you played a meth head last time on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Can you be something right? dignified? On- no,
1: that's that's my mom. Oh. My mom, she passed, she, passed, she passed away just about uh, six months ago. Oh, but that's way that. she was. Where are they going to let you play something besides the bum? What's the matter? Come on, get something good. You could be a doctor if you just shave off that beard. Oh, my gosh.
0: <laughs> what is it like? being able to get on the computer and send a GIF of yourself now because <laughs> you're everywhere man there's crash more gifts. Everywhere.
1: i know i see stuff popping up all the time and i make these um well my wife actually makes a little on, on my uh, profile page on instagram she makes these little cards they're like this guy's in this thing streaming now on Hulu, streaming now on and i've oh, got yeah. about three more of those because i got to get done because i don't want to release them all at the same time i think i've I got three more i've got another show in the can and so just waiting for it to drop and uh, i'm in this movie it's out now called hard luck love song i play a guy with one eye so i had to go through makeup every day and <laughs> close it down by eye which was kind of it was interesting but it was uncomfortable but yeah after it's there for a while, I just forgot about it being there. So yeah, that was a fun shoot. We did a lot of night shoots for that, and those are always harder than daytime shoots. Although the traffic is a lot easier in the nighttime shoots.
0: When should we look out for the movie?
1: Oh, the movie's I think releases in in the middle of October sometime. I don't remember exactly. They're running a, they're running a lot of trailers on instagram for it
0: okay awesome man we're gonna check that out
1: people keep telling me they want to crash more uh feature film yeah i'm all for that, <laughs> I'd, be, I can do that.
0: I'd be
2: for that too yeah. but... tell tim <laughs> <laughs> so do you have a favorite i think you should leave sketch
1: yeah there's this thing they have a detective crash more thing where he, does a trailer <laughs> yeah. and he does the uh this interview thing afterwards at santa claus that's pretty much my favorite in the whole uh in the whole thing
2: well what's what's the uh, same thing uh, i guess
1: Okay, silver metal. Let me think for a second. Oh, well, there's so many of them. I like the guy who's in the uh, in the first scene of our thing where he's taking the food. I want to eat your hamburger. He eats all the guys' oh, hamburger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a fun scene. And um, yeah, there's there's a lot of them. You know, I like I like all the stuff that goes on outside of it. The uh, the shirt stuff, Dan's oh, yeah. shirts or something, yeah. about whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah exactly yeah i like i like all that stuff it's just kind of fun because it's so is this real it's just not real i don't really right. know should i put on a shirt and say it's from dan no i can't do that
2: i got a question for you so you're a thespian big theater guy yeah yep. what is the worst movie you've ever seen just bar none
1: <laughs> attack of the killer tomatoes <laughs>
2: okay that's a respectable answer you've seen it yep. yeah 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 hey, i've not
1: yeah, it's a fun one to hate, really. Yeah. Cuz it's just, it's just trippy.
2: <laughs> you get a certain threshold and it's kind of fun to watch how terrible something is. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, that's that's really true.
2: You
0: have
1: any Go ahead.
0: Oh, just wondering if you had anything that you've ever done that either you particularly weren't fond of, maybe either the script or the movie itself, or something that was just so hard. It was just hard to capture what you wanted to do with it.
1: Well, yeah, uh, it was the interview scene on on the, I Think You Should Leave, that was a hard piece to do. That was was hard. And that's the one I can remember most recently. There have been been other ones where, where the weather will get you. I can't think of anything right off my bat, but when you're working outside, it's like when, um, when Dave had gotten out of the, you, you guys saw Dave, right? Yeah. So when he's, when we've taken him out of that uh, isolation float bed and he's laying on the ground, it was cold. And <laughs> that guy was shaking. except when the camera started rolling and then he was dead on professional. Wow. I was just like, man, this guy is doing something I don't think I could ever do. Yeah. So that was interesting. <laughs> He was a real trooper. I was really impressed by him. I, I, like I say, I caught up on some of his stuff after I'd done after I'd done the shoot because we still had episodes to go, and he hadn't dropped yet before I before I did the shoot. It was just, it was just interesting how hard. He worked it was impressive to me. And Tim was the same way. Tim would be there in the morning when I got there. He'd be like the last one to leave, he'd still be there when I left. I was never the last person to leave. And he kind of went out of his way because we didn't work together. He kind of went out of his way at the end of every day to come and say something, you know, to thank me for what I was doing. Congratulations, you're doing a good job, that kind of thing. I really appreciated that. But like he's a hard worker too. It's something that that, that I didn't see really. In my younger years, I never had that kind of thing where I have to carry a show on my back, and except in theater, and um, so I, I really have respect for those guys because it's, they shoot long; they're long days, you know, sixteen hours sometimes, and it's
0: yeah,
1: it's brutal.
0: I mean, besides being a very genuine guy, Tim, does he carry himself almost like he does in the show, where he's just kind of goofy?
1: He was never really very goofy with me. He was always more. Down to earth, talking to me like a fellow actor would. And I didn't have a chance to see any of his silliness, and I didn't hear any of it. I didn't hear any of it reflected from what other people were saying either. So, I think that he's a little bit more professional than what he is than what he appears on
2: screen. <laughs> yeah, we worked on some big shows. It's hilarious, man. Pardon me. Oh, go ahead. Sorry,
1: I forget what I was saying. Oh. I'm old man. I don't remember what
2: from. Well, what I concerned. have for
1: breakfast, I don't know. What <laughs> yeah. I have.
2: For breakfast. <laughs> well, I was going to say, you worked on some big shows. Have you ever been starstruck by any of the situations or people you've got to? Work oh yeah,
1: with? oh yeah. Brooklyn Nine Nine. When I worked with Andrew Browger. Oh yeah. I was just like, oh my god, this is Andrew Browger. I've been watching his career since he was just a kid in glory, <laughs> and then uh, and there was a series of news on, not L.A. Law, but something like one of those kind of things that he was that he was in, we watched. I, I, I think I've seen just about everything he's ever done. Really? And I got to the end of the day. Well, he was he was trying to find, get me to tell him what my real name was. And I says, you'll never find God. You can't find it on the internet. You'll never know. And so he, he got out of his phone and starts looking for it. And sure enough, he couldn't find it out. So <laughs> we had that little bit of an interchange. And then at the end of the day, when he came to speak to me, we talked quite politely. And I actually kind of was... That was when I was really Star Trek saying, Man, uh, I've been watching you. You're one of my favorite actors. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> that was the first time I had the shakes on that shoot. <laughs> <laughs> I'd been talking to him all day, but didn't talk to him you know, seriously. It just expressed my feelings towards, towards how much I appreciated his career. It was um I don't know, it was tough in a way because it was just so he's just an impressive actor.
2: For sure. His delivery's hilarious. He's one of my favorite guys yeah. on that show.
1: <laughs> I got another one for you.
2: Back to the first job that I had in
1: LA was uh, Moonlighting with Sybil Shepherd and uh, Bruce Willis. And I got the scene I was gonna do that I had to do and it was with Sybil Shepherd. And I'd been like had a crush on Sybil Shepherd since I was just Barely old enough to stand up and get a boner. That was about the time it was time to. (laughs) It was about time I fell in love with Civil Shepherd. So I had this scene. I'm waiting all damn day long. It goes into the night. We're about midnight. And finally, they call it my scene. I said, "Okay, I'm going to take it. It was a um, background actor, male, in a blonde wig. Not Sybil shepherd. Oh.
0: <laughs> oh, shit, man. No.
1: Yeah, <laughs> waiting all day. I still get residual checks on that thing. Oh, and it's, no way. And, yeah, it's been, I can't even think, maybe 25 years since I did that. And the checks are huge. They're like sometimes up to six cents.
2: <laughs> are those the ones that come in most frequently? You've got Roseanne. you got a lot of classics in your resume there. i got a lot
1: of classics in there. Wait, let me show you this for a second. These are all the checks that I have that are one cent or less. I've actually got a check in here that's for zero money.
0: (laughs) What in the hell, man? What is the point of that? Why do they send that? I
1: do not know. I do not know. (laughs) It's something like like SAG or somebody is screwing around with it.
2: What kind of look at the bank do you get when you bring in a check less than a penny? I go to
1: ATM. Actually, I
2: don't take any of those checks in. They're all right here.
0: (laughs) Yeah, wait till they reach like a couple bucks and then take them in, man. Yeah, maybe.
1: (laughs) All I've got is about 95 to go.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, you talked about one of your most, some of the hardest roles you played. One one of the most memorable, would it be Crashmore or is there something else that sticks out to you?
1: Crashmore is is pretty good. I like that one. And obviously, I like doing Dave. And I don't know, I always had more fun doing theater than I did filming. What was the question again? I told you I forget.
0: <laughs> most memorable, man. Most memorable. <laughs> Proudest performance. Most memorable. How oh, ironic.
1: Huh? I think. I think probably Brooklyn Nine Nine is, is is the one I had most fun with, if there is such a thing.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: And it was just because you know that. set. I did a. I did a, a couple of episodes of Reba. One day I got in a little, a little bit early and I was sitting at the table uh, and I had like some uh, Queen of wheat stuff. Reba come in and sit right down next to me, and she said, how are you doing today, Biff? And I said, I'm having breakfast next to eating grits with Reba McIntyre. I couldn't be much better.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That is awesome, man. What kind of music is Biff Whiff into?
1: I listen to old Southern gospel quartets. The Blackwood Brothers, the Oak Ridge Brothers do some gospel stuff, uh, the Imperials, the Cathedrals, it just goes on and on. And I listen to um, Black Gospel Quartets, uh, Mighty Clouds of Joy, Dixie Hummingbirds, and drives my wife crazy. She won't let me put it on in the car. <laughs> it's too much, too much stuff for her. And the fact, the fact that I'm not really religious at all, but it was just the music that I grew up with. That's thats the kind of stuff that I grew up with when I was enjoying, you know, when I was younger. And I still enjoy it to this day. And then yeah. after, after yeah. gospel comes other, like, bluegrass, country stuff, what they call Americana music. Uh, and that's, that's what's on my playlist. All
2: right. You can only have one food for the rest of time, Italian or Mexican. Which one are you picking?
1: Mexican. All right. Yes, man. Good
2: choice, dude.
1: <laughs> yeah, Taco Bell knows me by name.
0: <laughs> <laughs> dude, so how much do you do theater around town? You said you enjoy that a little more. Are you still actively doing that? I do that.
1: I, I, I used to do a lot. I just don't do it anymore, partly just because I'm getting too old to do it. And the memorization, memorization is like tough for me. Um, I'm not, I'm not kidding when I tell you I have problems with my memory. And it's, it's, I credit it all to just getting old. That's the way things happen. You. you get start losing stuff. So I think, well, you still got to have a good time. Uh, you still got to be, got to be not worrying about what you, you know, this is our, live for today. This too shall pass.
2: So you've been doing theater for a long time. Did you ever think you'd reach the peak of your popularity at this age? Or where do you, you think you would peak as an actor?
1: Let's see. I thought I'd peak at 19. I thought at 20, maybe 21. Yeah. 22 maybe, you know, <laughs> like that. It just goes on. Next year, next year, I'm going to get my break. Next year, it's going to, be- right? <laughs> and then this has been kind of like that in a, in a many ways. It's not like I've got a network series or something, but there's still more excitement about it, more buzz with people having to keep up with the, the dialogues that go on when people uh, communicate with you. you. Still got to communicate back. For most of them, there's some of them that I don't that I don't. Know. I was cruising around on Instagram on Instagram the other night, and I ran into this conversation where some guy. Said, and the crash scene, that was the worst scene of the entire series. And it was he had no idea I was there when he put it down. And I just went, fuck you, you suck. <laughs>
0: just,
1: oh, wait a minute, but you were you were really good at but... Dave. <laughs> <Jeez, man.
2: laughs> wow. So he backpedaled and praised you for Dave, but he had no love for crash. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's great are you actively on there trying to be
0: a little reactive to all the hate i haven't
1: i haven't gotten a whole lot of the hate
0: yeah and i'm surprised if you would i'm surprised that dickhead said you didn't like Crashmore.
1: <laughs> yeah i was too and i forget what it was on it was on some thread off of a off of a picture off of a you know a jpeg or something the get that he was That he was responding to, and that was how I got to see him because I was looking at just one particular thing. It wasn't my post; it was somebody else's post that he was commenting on. So
0: he said he hated it. Yeah, he said it
1: was the worst. He said it was the worst thing of the season.
2: (laughs) Yeah, fucker, he said that. Yeah, (laughs) unprofessional bullshit. No shit. (laughs) Unprofessional
1: bullshit. Exactly. Bullshit. (laughs)
0: Shit, man. It's been so awesome talking to you. I'm such a big show of the fan, um, fan
2: of the show, <laughs> show. You, man. I don't have anything else for you. I don't know if Ryan does. No, I think unless you got anything else you want to talk about that we didn't bring up.
1: How'd you how'd you guys get started doing this?
2: Just boredom. <laughs> <laughs> We were good we've been
0: friends for a long time. We were in a band together for like 10-15 years. Oh yeah. And then figure we could do something else. We both like music. We love music. We love yeah. music. So we do a podcast about both of them.
1: Well, so you guys don't uh jam together anymore? <laughs>
2: no. Yeah. Not really. Yeah. Not really. No. Kind of burn each other out for a while, maybe yeah. later. Yeah, <laughs> we knew
0: each other for a second, but we're cool now. Yeah, yeah that's
1: good. That's yeah. good to have old buddies. take care of your old friends. You know, stick them out because they're they're very precious. I've got yeah. buddies that I play an online card game uh, on Tuesday nights in uh, poker. We have got a guy who plays in, who's in New York, who's my brother-in-law, and then like my best friend from San Diego. He was who like in his bi-coastal. Uh, Poker atmosphere, I believe. Like, and it's, it's, it's just, we've been playing this poker game for probably close to 40 years. <laughs> and it um, at started at, start at home, yeah. and then when the pandemic hit, and everything moved online. And it's good, you know, I've known these guys forever. And longer than, longer than I've known my wife. And we've been together for 35 years, I think. Don't tell her I didn't know.
2: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> How many years do you have in the beer?
1: Oh, man. <laughs> I've had this beard. I've had this beard on and off so many times in my life. Uh, the first beard I grew, I grew in college because I was doing a, a role on stage that I thought needed to, the guy should have a beard, and it, it was pretty scraggly. Yeah. And then I'd say this one is it's probably close to two years that I've been growing this one. It's a real mess. I need, I need to go to a barber. I don't think I've been through gotten a haircut since the pandemic hit. And so um I'm way overdue.
2: Is Mrs. Whiff a fan of the beard? Um
1: yeah, I think so. She don't care. <laughs> do what you want <laughs> to do. If you want to go beard, grow a fucking beard. I don't care. <laughs> <You> know, <so. laughs> and we're both we're both that way with each other. Pretty much uh We're together, but a lot of stuff we do separately.
2: Yeah,
1: I still love her. She laughs at my jokes. So any woman that laughs at my jokes, I fall in love with right away. She'll (laughs) like all that much.
0: (laughs) That is the best form of endearment. Somebody laughing
2: at your jokes. Honestly. Exactly.
1: At the stupid stuff I say, she'll laugh. I love you, honey. okay boys
0: well yeah we appreciate it thank you so yeah, much man, thanks again man you have a great week and take care okay okay you guys
1: too thanks for having me Yes, sir. Yeah, thank you peace